the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Prayers Heard in Heaven. God wants to raise up an army of believers whose prayer shakes the nation and the nations of the world. God wants you to shake the evil out of its dwelling place in your family, in your workplace, in the nation. Prayers Heard in Heaven is a teaching ministry teaching God's people to pass blessings with prayer. In the fifth chapter of James, the Bible tells us to pray for one another that we may be healed and that the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous person availeth much. The following program, Prayers Heard in Heaven, with speaker and teacher Valerie Sneed, will help you learn to pray fervently and effectively and truly see results in prayer. Valerie Sneed, with Prayers Heard in Heaven, starts now. What is the key to prosperity and success in life? In our Bible, from cover to cover, there are so many golden keys. But right now where you're standing, is there a specific area of the Bible that no matter where you are in life right now, it'll take you from where you are to where you need to be? I believe it is. In an epic moment in the Bible... Jesus delivers a sermon. It's historic. And this sermon is oftentimes overlooked, but it holds the key to life. It holds the spiritual keys that will unlock mystery for you. The spiritual keys that will take you from where you are to a position of overcoming in every circumstance in life. Jesus is at the Sermon on the Mount. And in the Sermon on the Mount, he delivers the Beatitudes. Now, when he delivers the Beatitudes, it had to be absolute silence because it's a tremendous moment. The knowledge that he gives, it becomes the rules of life for everyone who discovers them. In the Beatitudes, no matter where you are right now, there is something there for you. There are answers to dilemmas, There is the power to overcome in every circumstance, and there is closed within the Beatitudes. The treasures of heaven are there, and we are told how to live our life on earth from an overcoming position. Let's go to the Beatitudes. I'm in Matthew chapter 5. Jesus is there, and he sees the multitudes, and he goes up unto a mountainside, and when he has set, his disciples come unto him. And he opens his mouth, the Bible says, and he taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for there is the kingdom of God. Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. And there's several more of the Beatitudes. But what is Jesus really telling us there? From Genesis to Revelation All the truths of the Bible are truly contained in the Beatitudes. The Beatitudes will bless one to go from where they are to a position of such 
tremendous power that you will overcome in every circumstance in life. And let's go back to the day that a very rich man came to Jesus, and he wanted to know what he needed to do to inherit the kingdom. He wanted to know how he could truly partake of Jesus' rich, bountiful teachings. He could see the value in the message. He could see the tremendous power and the fame about the Messiah. However, he didn't know what he needed to do to take a hold of these truths and to possess them. But remember what Jesus told him to do? He said, sell all your possessions. This is a very rich man. Okay, He just met with tragedy. Sell all your possessions <laughs> and come and follow me. Give them to the poor. Give them all away and come and follow me. Ah, the rich man, he felt Jesus ask a hard thing, did he? But Jesus was telling him that he had to become poor. He had to become poor. But what is Jesus really telling us there? In order to overcome every life circumstance, obviously this man needed something more than money, for he had riches. He was bountiful in possessions, but yet he needed something more. Jesus tells him to become poor. What is Jesus really saying? He's saying, empty out yourself. Let go of all self-righteousness. Let go of all whatever it is that you possess. Empty it out. Now, the rich man is something very important that we must see about wealth. Wealth is neither good or evil. It's neither one or the other. It has no attitude. It has no personality. Money is neither good nor evil of itself. But the person who possesses the riches... If their heart is set upon them, if they are dependent upon their riches, then it takes possession of their heart, and then it becomes evil. So Jesus is saying, become poor, release all that you have, let go of all your possessions, empty yourself is really what he's telling the rich man, empty yourself and become poor. And when you do, then you will be filled with righteousness. You will be filled with the riches of the kingdom. You will inherit eternal life. Ah, the rich man wants no part of letting go of his many possessions. Isn't this why the Pharisees could not see Jesus as he was? They could not see him because they had power. They had finances. They had rule. They had honor over the people. They were respected. So they had many possessions. But Jesus is saying, empty yourself of the possessions. Make room in your heart for what God has for you. Make room for the riches of the kingdom. Because the Bible tells us that if we possess the riches of the kingdom, that's all there is of life. Then we have joy. Then we have happiness. Then we have prosperity. Many are seeking externally the riches of the world, the possessions of the world. And inside, there is an emptiness. Jesus is saying, you can possess it all. You can possess it all by having riches in the kingdom, by having riches from within. He's talking about an internal kingdom. That's where the riches are. That's how God prospers us. He prospers us from within. And we see manifestations of that in our outer life. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of God. We will possess everything. Jesus' message is absolutely astounding to the rich man. It doesn't make any sense to him at all, for he fears that he will suffer, that he will do without. But Jesus is actually trying to prosper him. Jesus is trying to bring him into a position to receive all. 
His heart is not ready for this. Where are you today? Are you willing to become poor? Are you willing to empty out all that you have that you may possess the greater in life, that you will be able to overcome every situation? We'll have to make room for the new, and therefore we must release the old. How can new wine be poured into old skin? It will burst, right? And so in order to make way for the new, we're going to have to let go of old attitudes. We're going to have to let go of old ways of thinking. We're going to have to let go of old beliefs. We're going to have to let go of old dependencies. We're going to have to take on the new man, the new attitude through Christ Jesus. By the power of the Holy Spirit, God renews our minds. We can't renew our own mind. It's renewed by the power of the Holy Spirit. And so when we release what we've already been taught, some old doctrine has to be released in order to give way to the new. And when we release the old and allow the Holy Spirit to flood our hearts with the new, Jesus stood at the Sermon on the Mount to bring them a new message, a new way of thinking, a new way of living. Jesus came to prosper the people. He said, I came that they might have a life and have it more abundantly, that you might have life and have it more abundantly. This is why he came. And the Beatitudes is the lesson of abundant life. Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. Mourning or sorrow in itself, it's not good. But for many, when we have mourning or sorrow, it drives us to the throne of grace. That's when fear can actually do a new work. When fear drives us to God, it's actually doing a good work in us. Mourning and suffering can bring us to the throne of grace. Because for most of us, when things are good and days are happy, we will not be driven to the throne of grace. The rich man could not be brought to the throne of grace because he had too many riches. He had too many possessions. And so therefore... Jesus had nothing really to offer him if it required for him to empty himself in order for us to go to a new dimension, in order for us to make an ascension to a higher level, we must become poor. We must be willing to empty out of where we are to come to the place that God wants to bring us to. We must be willing to have a new mind. We must be willing to have a new attitude. Out of the heart come the issues of life. As Jesus stands on the mount, as he is giving the Beatitudes, Jesus is talking about living from a completely different state of awareness. Jesus is talking about living a kingdom life. That's what he's teaching in the Beatitudes. The Beatitudes teaches one how to live a kingdom life how to rule and reign in this realm. And in order to do that, our old ways of thinking, we will have to dispose of them. The meek, they shall inherit the earth. The word of the Lord says that Moses was the meekest man on earth, having an attitude of humility, having an attitude of God being the higher authority Is that our attitude in every circumstance that we face? Do we look to God as a higher authority? 
Do we look to God for wisdom? Do we look to God for the outcome of the circumstance? Or are we looking on earth to overcome life circumstances? It is the kingdom life. By living the kingdom life, that's how we rule and reign. That's how we take possession of the land, by living the kingdom life. The meekest man on earth, Moses is said to be, in the Beatitudes, all the principles of life are contained. Within the Beatitudes, even the laws of Moses are contained there. From Genesis to Revelation, everything really is contained in the Beatitudes. How to overcome and live the kingdom life of victory. The words in the Beatitudes are very symbolic. And they have a true reflection of where we are. The Lord reigneth, let the earth rejoice, is what the Bible tells us. And so therefore, in the Beatitudes, it teaches us an attitude of dominion, an attitude of power, power to overcome the conditions in our lives. And it teaches us that in unsuspected ways, by being meek, by becoming poor, we will inherit the good things of the kingdom of God. This is the key to dominion and the Beatitudes, the key to success. It becomes demonstrated in our lives when we take on the principles in the Beatitudes. The Beatitudes are absolutely amazing. Jesus gives a sermon that applies to all of life. And if one were to take time and meditate on the Beatitudes, not just read them, Take time set aside when you're in fasting and prayer. A time when maybe you've risen up one morning. Maybe you take a Saturday morning. You you rise up one Saturday morning before you eat or drink and you take up the word of God. You go into silence and you begin to read the Beatitudes. And as you read each Beatitude, you pause and you reflect upon it. And you think about that day of being there on the Sermon on the Mount, being there on the Mount with Jesus as he delivers the sermon. It's a bright and beautiful day. And there you are. You sit there at the feet of Jesus as he teaches the Beatitudes. As you read the Beatitudes, they will take on new meaning for you. As you are there in that scene, you're meditating. You're allowing the words to sink into your heart. God will give you revelation as you meditate on the Beatitudes, as you contemplate, as you begin to feed on the word of God, they will become a part of you. The Holy Spirit will give you wisdom. The words of Jesus will rest in your heart. If this becomes a practice for you, all of life will change. Your perspective will change. Your mental attitude will be different. You will find yourself with humility. You will find yourself seeking God first in every circumstance. The truth of God's word will be revealed to you. You will find the Holy Spirit prospering you. You will be making way for the new in your life. You will be letting go of the old. And the Holy Spirit will rush. The rushing waters of the Holy Spirit will rush into your heart. There will be a new wave of knowledge. There will be a new level of understanding. There will be increased power in your life. In the still 
And in the quiet, God speaks, not in the hustle bustle of the day, not when we're running to and fro. It's very difficult to hear from God that way, but in the still and in the quiet. And what happens? The still and the quiet leave from that prayer, that meditative state, and it gradually begins to possess your life. You begin to live life not from a nervous and anxious state. You begin to live life from a still state. You begin to live life from a quiet state. You begin to live from a completely different level of awareness. We're not talking about just reading the Word of God. Now we're talking about doing something that many fear, meditating on the Word of God. Isn't that what God told Joshua to do? Joshua, meditate. Meditate on my word day and night. For if you do, you will succeed in all that you do. And your enemies will not be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As you take time to meditate on the Beatitudes, they will become a part of your thinking. Your mind will be revolutionized. The way that you view a circumstance will change. This is not a hard work, but many do not want to take the time to meditate on the Word of God. They want to do the easy part. Go to church. Let the pastor, let the priest or the elders speak. And that's all they need. That'll do them for a whole week. But yet, suffering remains. Stress, strain, and anxiety temptations come and there is no power to overcome but if we would meditate on the word of god if we would allow the word of god to sink down into our hearts if the word of god becomes your food if it becomes what your flesh actually must feed upon meaning you have removed food and if you just have to have something, maybe you're eating something light. Remember, always follow your doctor's orders. But you're eating on something light, not meat, right? Something light. And you're meditating on the Word of God. And as you meditate on the Word of God, as you read, as you step into that scene on the servant on the mount, it becomes a reality to you. The spoken word comes to life. He said, my words are spirit, and they are life. The Beatitudes are instructions for life, for every circumstance that we will ever face is contained right there. And how to completely overcome from within, not from the without. Learning a complete and total dependency upon God. If we make material Prosperity, our focus. When the challenges of life come, it'll be like a strong gust of wind that blows one over. If the Word of God becomes our focus, if meditating and feeding on God's Word is a practice in your life, there won't be anything that comes in life that you will fear will overtake you. The power of the Holy Spirit will rise up within you. And as it rises up within you, you will feel the strength and the power to overcome. God will give you answers to the circumstances that you are facing. He will reveal his secrets to you. 
He will give you the riches hidden and secret places. That's the word of the Lord. I will break the bars of iron open for you, and I will show you the riches hidden in dark places. The Beatitudes are given to us to overcome all of life circumstances. These are the keys to power, and they are so overlooked and misunderstood. I think oftentimes many avoid them for lack of understanding. Because when we read them face value, blessed are the meek and the poor, and it talks about the earth. But there's a spiritual concept behind every word that's used. And every word that Jesus spoke is specific. It's very specific, and it holds spiritual keys to unlock what appears to be the mysteries in life. The word of the Lord said is the truth that will set us free. And the Beatitudes hold the truth. The first man, Adam, came. And then the second man, Adam. The first man, Adam, loosed in the garden the enemies of our soul, of our body. And the second man, Adam, Jesus Christ, came and set the captives free. And he said he came that none should perish. Why should we perish when we have the word of God? When he has given us every key to overcome the obstacles in life. If fear drives you to your knees, then it becomes a good thing. If mourning and weeping drives us to God, it becomes a good thing. If our dependency is upon the Father, we will overcome every circumstance. Spend time and the word of God. As we approach the dawning of a new year, let the word of God become the rule that you live by. Let the word of God create a new attitude in your mind. Let the word of God become the heart of your life. Center your heart on God's word. The ones who do that are the ones that love him. Jesus said, if we love him, we will be loved of the Father. The ones that love him possess the keys to the kingdom. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these other things on earth. Those things will be added unto us. As you meditate on the word of God, as you seek first the kingdom, you'll find God prospering you. You will find you have a new mental attitude. You will find your thinking has changed. You will find that you have gone from weakness to power. You will discover that every key to life, you already have it because you have Christ Jesus. And no one can ever take your good from you. Have you ever felt robbed? I want to share this truth with you. No one can ever take your good from you because your good is God. And that can never be taken away from you. So if you've ever felt betrayed, you've ever felt rejected, if you've ever felt robbed, know that the reality is that isn't possible because your good is God. He said he would never leave you and that he would never forsake you. So you will never be robbed. You cannot be robbed of your good because he is always there. As you meditate on the word of God in the coming year, you're going to enter a new realm. When dilemmas and challenges come up in life, the 
the Holy Spirit is going to raise up another standard. The Holy Spirit is going to call to your remembrance the treasures in the Word of God. The Holy Spirit is going to show you the outcome and the dilemma. The Holy Spirit is going to comfort you. The Holy Spirit is your power source. Jesus said, I'm going to go now. But because he had to go, he said, I'm going to leave you now. But I am going to send the promise to you. And he will never leave you. And he will never forsake you. And so the promise is here in this realm with us. Not only in our heart, but in this realm with us. And the promise that he has sent the Holy Spirit will never leave and never forsake. The keys of power are found in the Beatitudes. I'm Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven, teaching God's people to pray. You've been listening to Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven. If you missed any of the program, listen next Sunday evening at 5.30. For more information about their weekly live prayer call, visit their website at prayersheardinheaven.org. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.